to a special British Soap podcast later. The Wedding Edition. This is Louise, aka Beautifully Unfinished Scrapyard. That's right, I once again changed my Tumblr, Alices. I'm so sorry, I'm so not. I am here with my homeboy, aka my dad, the Zach, to my bell. Oh no. Brother Mr. J. You know what? I love Zach. I'm good with that. <laughs> love that intro. And my homegirl, the Chaz, to my charity, Lindsay Amanda. Hello. You know, I think given the topic, she should be the Katie to your Chaz, who is forgotten. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, why don't we start things off with a question? I have one for you, Mr. J, if you would like to answer it. I'm ready, baby. At Ryan with Cupcake on Twitter has said... Who wants to start a pool for how long before Robert cheats while Aaron is in prison? Even after Robert has said he'll remain faithful in his vows. Like, discuss. Oh, Jesus. Baby girl, you know what I want. You know I want the affair to have already happened. Uh, especially if uh, Emmerdale follows through on having their real wedding. I want when the minister says, is there anybody that objects to this union? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I want Bex to walk up in that church with her one-year-old child that she has from when she had sex with Robert last year. (laughs) I want her to blow that shit all up. (laughs) Because it's soapy and it's juicy. And it's a much better interruption than some random extra coming in and saying there she is this is the woman that killed my husband I was like what yeah I feel very salty towards Faith I don't mm-hmm. know whether I like her or not agreed was this episode about Robert and Aaron or was it about her also why was Laurel in this episode for starters I mean like I literally was okay I have a lot of points that I like about the episode, but I was a bit disappointed that we had the whole Debbie and Sarah scene and the Lowell scenes. Because, yes, I did want the episode to be all about them, because Aaron's going on Thursday. I don't particularly like Faith. Um, She comes up as a major loon, so I kind of just want her gone. Um... (laughs) But as for Laurel, I understand exactly why she's, you know, there, or she was there. I, because of, you know, her son's anniversary death thing. Mm. But she didn't need as much screen time as she got because of it, yeah. you know, considering it was dedicated, it was meant to be dedicated to sham wedding. <laughs> I did think it was kind of odd, like, so after the cops kind of put Faith in the uh, police car, yeah, she turned like that little evil girl in 
the exorcist? I was like, what is this? It was so strange. How, how, how do we think Robert is going to cope with Aaron in prison? Is it bad that I hope he, he commits suicide? <laughs> I hope he does too. <laughs> what? We are all hoping he commits suicide. No! That will be my answer for everything involving Robert. Anything that gets him off the show, that's what I'm going to be rooting for. No. It's just in, he's, he's in so deep denial that Aaron is not even going to serve like a day in prison. And I'm really, like, I feel really sorry for him. Because it's like, baby, no. Your husband, yeah, the man you just married, yeah, he's going down for 12 months. I still think that's stupid. I'm quite intrigued because they are going to show a lot of it. Apparently, they've built a brand new, they've built sets for it and everything. And from the pictures that we've had in the spoilers, it doesn't look pretty. And I'm kind of scared, and I'm trying to be optimistic about it. But now the episode is aired and we've had the wedding, I'm like, now we have no optimism because tomorrow's the goodbye, and it's going to kill me. Again, this is Hollyoaks. So, on Hollyoaks, John Paul gets sent to prison for assaulting a homophobic student. Meanwhile, his rapist doesn't serve a day at jail for a good six months after that. Now we got Aaron going to jail for assaulting Kasim. Meanwhile, Robert ain't served a day for murdering Katie. That ain't right. I was saying that, like, like basically, Aaron is a screw-up, but Robert is just as bad as him. And it's... I don't, whether, I don't whether to say it's unfair, because Aaron shouldn't be the screw-up, because he's the one who had so much grief, and he, shouldn't, he doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve to spend this long in prison. And especially... And, 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 because, and especially at this time in his life. Because, like the whole relationship becomes a massive secret now because the minute he steps foot in that jail, that's it. They're both closeted again. They can't be open. They can't be anything. They can't be. Because it'll just be ridiculed. And that's the horrible thing about it. And it's like, why give us the wedding and then give us this shit? And then the wedding isn't even legal. I didn't even want to cry yet. I didn't want to be emotionally about this. I want to be. I want to talk about the happy stuff. Can we talk about the happy stuff, please? Can we talk about the cake, please? Because that that cake was beautiful. I love Victoria. <laughs> like Robert, look what I made. It's you and Aaron, and you're both squares. <sighs> so, my thing is. If that was going to be realistic, first of all, Robert shouldn't be dressed like he is uh, actually working on a scrap show. That boy is always in like a suit or a dress shirt and some slacks. I never seen him in no scrap yard, nothing. I was like, is that supposed to be Adam and Aaron? They had blonde hair, but they're not really. I'd be more for that. Yes. There was a Pacific scene a while back, there was, where they were both working on the car, and they both had their uh, high-vis jackets on, and Victoria goes... 
But if you want to be true to those characters, what she would have did was put Aaron in a tracksuit and Robert in a slacks and a dress shirt. That would have been Robert and Aaron. I was just like, who, who are these people from the village people? What? Who? <coughs> Retcon Bob, Bob the Builder. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Victoria, Marlon should have made that cake. <laughs> Although he wouldn't, uh, unless he's forgotten that he doesn't like Aaron too much or Robert. Nope. So, moving on to number two, the cake being number one. <laughs> Robert, Robert being so upset about the wedding, and he wanted it to be perfect. And he's just walking off in a strop, and then Charity's like, "Babe, I think you lost your groom." I mean, they already lost Aaron in the first place, and then they lost Robert. And Aaron doesn't care because he just—he's so proud of him for like doing up the pub. And like, we had that little line where he goes, "Like, do you remember when I asked you to go into the pub and to say it proud? Well, you've done it proud, you have." So it's progress. And Aaron being the one to save the day. And them going into the garage and doing it their way. Because it's always been done their way. The garage is so much more significant than that. Like, that's where Aaron attempted suicide. It's where he first started to really grow up and be responsible. Not to mention that's where Robert made the first attempt at even a friendship. Never mind the affair. And And then they're reminiscing about the affair... And then the best part by far is is, is the is the pickup the dingle pickup truck thing in the back of shop. I was like, this is perfect. This is like, just take me back to the start of the affair. This is like everything a girl could have wanted. Is it Christmas or is it my birthday? Uh, oh, and then doing their vows alone. Oh, and the vows. Oh, look. I knew Maxine was going to break me somehow, and she did. And I was like, I'm a blubbering mess now, aren't I? Because I believe that the vows will will remain true. I, I don't think they're going to go against them at all. I don't. It wouldn't. It would be right. It'd be, it'd be like a betrayal to the fans. And then Aaron's shaking when he's trying to put the ring on his on Robert's finger. And then them calling each other husband. Like first time, and then so many times after. On oh, the table, another thing was was Aaron jumping in when Diane brought up Jack, and he's, he's instantly in there, and he, he doesn't want it to, to, to any of the reminiscence for that to be because of what happened in Super Soap Week when Robert told Aaron about what his dad did to him when he found him with a boy when he was fifteen. Um, and. And then Rob, Robert drinking from the welly. <laughs> this is oh, that was perfect because like the Dingles now accept him as family. Um, and then the slow dancing and the kiss and calling each other Mr. Sugden and Mr. Dingle. And then the whole I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to go. They're holding each other while they're crying. Robert promising to wait again. Like, I'll come home, to, you'll come home to me and we'll never look back and pretend this never happened and we'll just live happily ever after in the mill with Liv and the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, another thing, another thing that I want to say. Like, there was that scene where Danny, Danny Miller, who plays Aaron, he goes to get into the garage and he looks behind him and he looks directly in the camera. 
a couple more. Uh, the last scene again was was magical, a true blessing. Robert thanking Aaron for saving him from Diane, calling each other family, being flirty, jokey, and then as soon as Aaron tells Robert he doesn't want to go inside just yet, Robert's entire dynamic changes. The fact that Robert was so completely aware of how much Aaron was struggling and just let Aaron come to him when he was ready is just the most amazing thing. It was it was so good, which, you know, means Thursday's going to hurt even more. Sounds horrible. The wedding not being legal doesn't really matter, though, because it was Aaron's last day before. At the end of the day, the, the wedding being legal is just formally a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be like that. It can just they, they will know in their heart that they are married and then call each other husband and husband. One of the last ones. So did you guys realise that there were no whites at the wedding? Can we have a round of applause for that, please? No. <laughs> I'm finished now, okay? I'm finished. That's it. That's all I have to say about the episode. And I know you're going to have something to say to that, Jay. Come on, I want your saltiness. Where is it? You've been doing it all week. <laughs> oh, I've, I've just been being peaceful, letting you say your piece. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't want to interrupt oh, the love fest. Oh, oh thank you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> before I uh, jump in, Lens, I'm curious, you know, kind of what you thought of uh, the wedding overall. Uh, maybe, maybe do it, you know, BSP style. Hit us, hit us with a couple. What the hell's you had when you watched that foolishness? <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like them. I never have. I love them. I know you do, <laughs> but it, it's just—I it, was just more of an Aaron Finn person, and now it's gone to hell. And well, now he has Kazim or whatever his face is. But I just, I just, I just don't see him lasting. So I think this entire wedding, in quotes, was a sham. I think they're gonna be. De- well, divorced, in quotes, within the year he's in jail. So, that's just me. No, but, because I, yeah. have, I have faith. I have real faith that what's, what Ian McLeod said is in stone. That they will be in the mill by spring. Well, this is the thing. So, if Aaron Ian and Robert clouded. last, it's not going to be because there's genuine affection between the two characters, that, which is my opinion. It's because the producer of the show has decided that that couple is going to be together no matter what. So, you know, when producers just decide that their favorite couples need to be in love, you know, no matter the limits of chemistry between them, the uh, ridiculousness um, involved in the fact that they would even be together in the first place considering how they got together what was going on in each character's life when they got together the histories of the character and the things that you know kind of drive the characters morally like the fact that Emmerdale kind of whitewashed all of that to put together two individuals who really if you think about it logically don't go together at all 
yeah, that, that's that's just. I think that's why Robert and Aaron have not been able to win over some of us who um, have been skeptical of that pairing. And I felt like the wedding, in quotes, which I'm glad is not legal because they won't need to get a divorce when they break up inevitably because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm glad we don't ha- we won't have to suffer a divorce trial because those are annoying. Um, but I feel like the wedding was very uh, emblematic of their relationship. It was a hot mess. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I'll share, I haven't watched Iberdale since uh, Aaron, um, you know, beat up Finn, I mean, beat up uh, Kazim and then got arrested the next day by the cops. I decided to just go ahead and take a break and just to watch these two episodes to kind of see, you know, what it is that they, they did and what, what was going to happen. And the first thing that kind of took me aback when it came ceremony time was Harriet saying, well, I know this isn't legal. And I was like, no, it ain't legal. Why are they, why are they not doing a legal wedding? What, what, what is happening? Because so, there's no time. Well, I, was underst- no time. I understood that, but it's stupid to me. Like, you know, if you're going to advertise that you're going to do a gay wedding on your show... I think you should do an actual damn gay wedding and not this, you know. A couple U.S. soaps do this as well. I know um, Maxie and Spinelli on General Hospital did this. I think uh, uh, Ridge and Caroline on Bold and Beautiful most recently did this. They do these things Mm -hmm. where they're non-weddings, where you may be in a church, you may be in a field, you may be in a garage, and you just (laughs) profess your love to your love and start calling them husband when really... Ain't no paperwork saying y'all's married. <laughs> so I know, me, but them, it just, I love it, them calling each other husband. Well, that's nice, but it's not true. That's and, great. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just, to me, it feels a little less than. Like, I think if I were a Rob Ron fan, I would not be happy with that wedding. Like, and I saw feel, a couple people on Twitter it. who were pissed off, too. Uh, I saw yeah. one guy in particular was like, uh-huh, it sure is interesting that, you know, gay people fought for rights uh, to get married, and then Emmerdale has given us this wedding where they're not even legally joined. And and I can feel that perspective, because it's just kind of like, why why even do this? I mean, they could have, instead of doing the wedding now, they could have easily just had Aaron and... Uh, Robert have a nice day out and then yes. maybe after he got out of jail got married. But to me it just seemed, you know, ridiculous, you know. The couple doesn't go together. You got Chaz, who should hate Robert because she was mm. convinced, and I think still is convinced, that Robert killed Katie. You have her conspiring with Robert to plan a secret non-wedding for her son. She's getting her son quote unquote married to the man that killed her best friend and, and we're just not going to mention that history of you know oh this guy killed your best friend and also which is out there is try to kill you try to kill your son try to kill Patty and, and we're just not going to talk about that because we're going to get fake married you know yeah Patty, who was my king of the episode, coming in there talking all the sense he was like who is getting married and Rob was like me and Aaron and homeboy was like this is insane and it is insane you know and having Patty just because he had a quick conversation with Aaron when he uh, where he said Aaron said he was happy having Patty say you know on the second episode he does love you anyone looking can see that 
does not change the fact that that's complete bullshit. Um, and, you know, Patty going from it's insane that you're marrying this guy in one episode to, oh, it's so obvious that he loves you. And he's saying this to the guy who he knows uh, tried to kill him, tried to smother him to death, threatened to kill his stepson, his developmentally disabled stepson, held a gun on Aaron, had them tied up to that damn radiator and all this. Like, you know, and, and, and none of these things have been thoroughly addressed on the show. If Emmerdale had chosen to redeem Robert by having him admit all his crimes, talk about what brought him to that point, and apologize, you know, profusely to, uh, you know, Patty and Chaz and Aaron and Chrissy for all the things that he's done, I might be able to see those two working as a couple. You know, if he did all the work and Aaron decided to forgive him afterwards, cool. But what Emberdale has decided to do is to just not mention certain things or to have these vague conversations, you know, like, you know, Patty and Aaron just sitting around talking. Patty's just like, are you happy? Not, are you happy with the man that a year ago had a gun pointed to your head? Like, are you happy? And so because Aaron says, yes, we're just supposed to accept that. Okay. So everything that we saw before then doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. It, it, no, you know. And to me, it's just lazy writing, you know. You can tell a deep, emotionally rich story that hits on the history between characters when you're writing a soap. Or you can, you know, write barely there scenes that kind of, you know, move plot along the way you want it to go, but really don't pay much attention to what happened beforehand. Like, that is the Hollyoaks, typically, style of writing. They have been doing some good lately, so I ain't going to hit on them too much. But to me, it feels very clear that what's happening on Emmerdale is the Hollyoaks producer is taking Emmerdale more the way of Hollyoaks, less the way of the Emmerdale that was winning Bridges Awards. So, you know, I kind of feel like the story on Emmerdale just has not been as... Um, you know, deep and rich as it normally is. You know, even with this wedding, Aaron has been on the show for what a decade. You know, on and off. You know what I'm saying? He is one of the most popular characters on the show, and you're not going to even give him a real wedding. I mean, hell, there's a church on the show. Why were they not in the church? I mean, it's not that far from the pub. You go, it's walking distance. You know, like it, it's just—it seems to me like there's just not yeah, a, a lot of Robert, yeah, but that's why Robert. Yeah, but that's why Robert got married to Chrissy, and a lot of the fans feel a bit salty about him going back there. It doesn't yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the, it's it's a set they have to. I use. I don't I don't feel comfortable. I, I I wouldn't have felt comfortable with him marrying Aaron in that church. Well, just because have... you wouldn't feel comfortable with him marrying Aaron in the church doesn't take away from the fact that for some reason. This show has decided that the gay character does not deserve to get married in a church or at all because there was no wedding. You know, this was not real. This was not legal. A real wedding involves paperwork, marriage licenses, oftentimes churches, but not always. 
but that's not what the show chose to do this time. So to me, although there's a lot of talk from the producer about them being invested in Robert and Aaron, to me, I mean, it just feels like, well, they're talking about being invested, but they're really not that invested because the story is light, it's plot heavy, it's not hitting on the history between the characters, it's not working logically, and when they have the opportunity to focus on the couple and give them a big, you know, moment, you know, a classic soap moment, you know, one of, I think one of the first gay male weddings on the show, maybe first or second, they choose to have them marry in a garage. And those things speak volumes. So to me, yeah, I mean, I, I still don't see the love between Aaron and Robert. I still think their relationship is doomed because it started as an affair. And when you start as an affair, I mean, that's already messing up the karma of your relationship. So, you know, I'll just wait. You know, maybe this producer hangs at Emmerdale two, three, four years, and Aaron and Robert stay together all that time. But long term, I just, I don't see it happening. You know, what I'd love to see So you is, don't see a Rob Ron baby in the future? <laughs> uh, who's going to get pregnant for them? <laughs> yeah. And they already got Liz. Really? What, the, what they need? I don't need another children. Uh-uh. For what? Uh-uh. Please. I mean, <laughs> hell, Robert doesn't have any children with Chrissy. <laughs> I don't know what 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 are you gonna what are you gonna do? Bring a baby into the world to try to murder it? I mean, for what? Okay, he gonna have a bad day and try to kill us. Mm-hmm. No, they really. can have surrogacy and have a little boy. Whatever. The only thing that I see for these two is them uh, on the Titanic and them slowly moving towards the iceberg. That's all. I oh say. no! You know what? Is, yeah. what's the iceberg, Rebecca? Listen, I do want to say I love that you know. A lot of you guys appreciate Robert and Aaron, and I appreciate the passion that you have for watching soaps and your excitement over this because, you know, I love when people like soaps. Soaps get a bad rep a lot of times, but soaps are quality entertainment, so I love that you guys are passionate about it. But just when it comes to this pairing, yeah, I just don't see it, and I don't feel it, you know. And I feel like, you know, Emmerdale has the potential to make me feel it. You know, they could write the story in a way that, you know, could help me see, you know, Aaron and Robert, you know, as a viable couple, like last show, you know, we recorded, I was talking about how, um, you know, when it comes to this uh, whole uh, Finn, Kazim, you know, Aaron trying to help thing, I was firmly on Robert and Aaron's side because Aaron was just trying to help. Finn was acting like an asshole and crazy because that's how Emmerdale is writing him now. Kazim is insane. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what's happening with his character, but Emmerdale took me from loving those two as a couple to hating them, you know, in a month. Yeah. Um, but yep. I, I was Indeed. feeling Aaron and Robert and the love Robert was showing for Aaron and him trying to see what's happening with his boy because barely anybody else was, you know, had his best interest at heart. And Emmerdale could write that way for them, but they choose not to. So, I mean, as long as they continue to choose to ignore the history of Robert and Aaron, continue to let that um, whole beat about him trying to kill Aaron's mom hang out there without ever mentioning it. I mean, if there's a Titanic, I bet you that, if there's an iceberg, that's it. If Aaron ever finds out that that fool tried to kill his mama, like, I don't see Aaron stand with Robert after that. So that may be part of the reason why it's never mentioned, you know? But, yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like Emmerdale really cared about this couple because, you know, when you think about regal or really cool weddings, I mean, you think of, you know, 
recent times, I'd say like uh, Linda and uh, Mick on EastEnders. There, yep. they had a fabulous wedding, and everything didn't go right. But you know, they had a, they had it was legal. There was a lot of soap drama, and it got built up to for a long time, and it made sense when it happened. You know, uh, so you know that was good. Kane and Myra had a good wedding when it came to uh, Emberdale, mm-hmm. um, and then I think some one of you had mentioned Allie and Ruby. They had a good wedding, oh. and, and you know that that was good. But yeah, I don't know. I need more than. The plot says these two are getting quote unquote married. So here, there's your wedding. I'm just that. That's not. Yeah. That's not. But it's also for logistic reasons because um, having bought the soap bags for the for the week, um, Ian McLeod goes into saying that the wedding was brought forward because Chaz is yet to have her exit and Liv is yet to have her exit as well. That they're both going pretty much in the next. I'd say two to three months, and this is why they yeah. brought the wedding forward. Well, I see. But again, first of all, I didn't know that legal. Liv was leaving the show. The girl lived. Yeah. Did she quit? She's not quitting. She's just going away for a bit. So we, will, I think, we'll oh. have her until I'd say late May at a push. Oh, she probably got to go to school. Okay. She's doing her. Uh, Isabel Seal, who plays her, is doing her GCTs, so she will be absent for a little bit. That means, going back again, this is why Lachlan's in prison for five months, because um, Thomas Atkinson's doing his A-levels. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, But I, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like it when producers blame actors for dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, just because that lady is leaving the show did not mean that they had to move up a wedding. They could have postponed yeah, the wedding had, to yeah. later. I mean, th- that, that wasn't mm-hmm. something that was mandatory. And you blaming an actor's uh, exit does not excuse poor planning. Like, uh, th- that exit was not months ago. So, uh, Emmerdale could have knocked it out and, and had a good wedding if they chose to. But the producer of the show decided to marry the gays in a garage. I mean, if all mm-hmm. straight couples start getting married in garages from this point forward, I'll be okay with that, and I don't seem fair. But, you know, it, it says a lot that the gay couple doesn't really get married when it's legal to get married in the UK, and they get married in the garage. Oh, and by the way, their relationship doesn't even make any sense anyway. I'm just like, okay, well, I hope you didn't expect me to be moved by all that. Yes. I wasn't. Yeah. Did you see anything that you enjoyed in the wedding episodes, though, Lens? I mean, you know, Lou said a bunch. What, what, did you have any? <laughs> <laughs> I liked everything that didn't involve them. I, I liked, like, the, like, everything that involved everybody that wasn't Rabra. It was just, like, I liked Patty's entrances, and I liked... You know, they they brought in. I just I didn't particularly like them at all. It was just like meh. <laughs> I mean, like there were little cameo bits by like Patty who had like two lines, and you know, Chaz kicking Faith out. I was like, yes, but you know. Other than that, there wasn't really much to go with that I actually enjoyed. I will say I did think it was cute that uh, that uh, Kane threw 
Aaron in the truck because, you know, he was missing. And then Chaz went out there to read him the riot act. And he's just pointing like, Aaron's right there. Aaron's right there. And I thought it was kind of cute how they were working to get him, you know, not to go inside the pub. And then he was just going to storm up in the pub. And, uh, Kane was like, you ain't going in there. And then Aaron was like, and what you going to do? And Kane just like went and grabbed him. He was like, I was just kidding. <laughs> you know, you now, know, that was Kane a good moment. Yep. I know I heard that Aaron's supposed to be on the weed. <laughs> on the weed, yep. You're going to take the drugs. Uh, where are we? How long yes, till so Sinead O'Connor uh, does a cameo lens? Did you hear about that storyline? <laughs> Yeah, and with Bart back as well. See, I don't think this is a coincidence. I think it's about to be a Hollyoaks Emmerdale crossover. Bart McQueen, for all the years he's been gone, he's probably turned into the biggest weed pusher in all of England. <laughs> he's gonna be controlling the the flow into the prison where Aaron is, and then Aaron's gonna be on the weed, and then we're gonna find out that Sinead, <laughs> uh, when she got fired from Hollyoaks, ended up being a security guard at. Uh, at uh, Emmerdale's prison and then to supplement her income she has decided to be cool with uh, inmates being on the weed so she's helping <laughs> facilitate the weed influx into Emmerdale's prison because Emmerdale is Holly Oaks I see it are we finished? Um, I will just go ahead and um, add um if you have any questions about anything related to the British Soaps or we didn't cover something today you would have liked us to talk about, please head over to the British Soap Podcast.tumblr.com to shoot us an ask or hit us up on Twitter at UK Soap Pass. Uh, I am at Brother Soap. Uh, you can find Lindsay at uh, Lindsay Amanda. You can, you can find me on Twitter at Lou underscore Velasquez. This has been the wedding edition of the British Soap Podcast Later. Thank you very much for listening. 